0: Welcome back, cuzzies, to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies Podcast. This is your first time tuning into the Coaster Cuzzies. This podcast is where two best friends talk about roller coasters, theme parks, and shenanigans. Your hosts for the show are Coaster Pro and Theme Park Stud. On today's episode, the Cuzzies and Chef Jeff are back at it again. We on the great Cuzzies Road Trip guess where we're going we're going to new york city the big apple we're doing the damn thing so stay tuned and listen to that cuzzy's in your ear yo 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 what's up my dude how's it been i feel like it's been a minute
1: it's been good how was your january you've been gone for a while
0: <laughs> it's been good uh, well i got a new job so i'm officially out of operations management for the first time in like 11 years so i'm excited oh about that starting a new uh career i'm uh i'm working in software now and doing implementation consultant so i love wow. it so far it's only been three days but i'm happy
1: look at that um, no yeah, more saving like lives
0: yeah, no more saving lives, you know. Other people can save lives. I'm out of that, but we've that to lives too long.
1: <laughs> yeah. No,
0: but it's been good. Uh it's been a fun month, busy, but yeah, glad to be back. What's That's up nice. with you? How's your January been?
1: Oh, uh, it's been very fun. I've been having a lot of fun with the podcast while you've been uh you know going through life changes and stuff. Had some really fun episodes over the past few weeks. Did a 69 questions with Logan, which was a lot of fun. Just The stupid silly podcast that might be returning um on a monthly basis so that's a lot of fun and um yeah i encourage you to go back and listen to that after you're done with this damn you know new york episode but how's our jeffrey doing
0: yeah where's chef jeff at chef jeff where's
1: the chef i'm pretty good
2: uh we got full staffing again look at us no workplace incidents since uh the, the last time we weren't all together
1: we don't even have a Hooters joke at the beginning of the show this time.
2: Well, that itself is a
1: Hooters joke, so good work.
0: We've just been <laughs> driving around for a month trying to find New York apparently. <laughs>
1: <Yeah. clears throat> hopefully, uh, hopefully there's a Hooters somewhere in New York. I don't I don't really know if it's it's infiltrated, but um, I'm sure there is
0: somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's gonna be on our food list though.
1: No, it's not. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of insanely good food. This is like a culinary capital of the world, New York City. And uh, they got some theme parks, too. So I guess we should talk about those. But, um, yeah, we'll go ahead and roll into it. And so we started, I guess our last park we went to was, like, Lake Compounds, maybe. We were in Connecticut. So we are now getting into New York and kind of coming from the north to the south here and stopping at a brand-new amusement park that really got no buzz. It's been open for almost a year now um its opening was delayed originally it's supposed to be like july 4th 2020 and then you know how that goes um opened up a year later and we're going to legoland new york and there's a little bit of history i think i mean it's very recent
2: you you, kind of just gave it oh yeah uh, i can do a little more of a slightly in-depth uh park just opened last year like coaster bro said um, planning for a third U.S. Legoland location began in 2015. Selection of the location in Goshen, New York, got rolling in 2016 with the approval following in 2017 for a 500-acre theme park and 250-room hotel. The park was originally announced to open on July 4th of 2020, but uh, I think we all know what happened Um <clears throat> Due to the pandemic construction was paused and the opening was pushed back to 2021 uh, the park opened to limited visitors on may 20th of 2021 and to the general public on may 29th. because of some construction delays that persisted and continued adaptation to the ongoing situations uh, the park did the did a rad thing and cut the admission in half of their originally planned ticket prices and the park finally reached full strength on July 9th with the hotel following on August 6th.
1: Look at that. Looks like it might've been the best deal to go at that time. Cause I wonder if both the roller coasters were open, you could just got your credits in, got out and um, done the damn thing. But now you're going to pay like probably $80 or something. Cause Legoland tickets are not cheap, <laughs> especially probably in New York. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and highlight the rides. We are looking at two roller coasters here. So when you're looking at the Legoland parks, even specifically like in US, this is by far the least credit you're going to get out of a Legoland park if you go. So hopefully more coasters to come. But um, they're 2021 editions, both of these in 2021, obviously. Dragon, their Zaire coaster with a little dark ride segment. This is, um if you've been to Legoland Florida, which I'm sure everybody listening has prioritized that in their life and and gotten to that Legoland Florida. It's it's a clone of that basically. They've got the indoor dark ride. Where there's just like Lego statues. Of like dragons and shit. And um, it's a nice little start to the ride. And then you just have like a Zaire family coaster. It's it's nothing crazy. You, it's not making your top 15. Maybe your top 20. Maybe. Or 200. One of the two. Um, but it does exist. And then they do have the. 2021 Dragon's Apprentice which is just a kiddie coaster um, made by Zamperla. So you have Dragon and Dragon's Apprentice. All of their coasters are Dragon themed. So I guess we should book a trip now. <laughs> you guys like dragons?
2: I can't say what I was about
1: to. Huh, fair enough. I love dragons. Big dragon guy. Dragon D's nuts. No. <laughs> you can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> all right they also do have some other attractions there too that and when you look at a legoland park uh it really is all about the other attractions you don't really go for the roller coasters unless you get the credits or whatever um, but they do have some interesting dark rides so they have the lego factory adventure which basically takes you through the process of a lego being built which is kind of an old idea that legoland used to have like they used to have like these attractions called the lego factory where you go in and they do like a fake simulation of a Lego brick being made. They've kind of changed that into a dark ride. That little factory tour has gone away in most Legoland discovery centers and Legoland parks. And now they've kind of turned it into a dark ride. But what's unique about this is kind of at the end of the ride, you have the people in the vehicle are displayed on a screen as minifigures. So as you're riding, the minifigure version of you is projected on like a screen and you get to see yourself and it's like pretty accurate. So that is like the reason to ride that ride. That's kind of the only innovation on that ride. I think, I think the rest of it might be pretty boring, (laughs) but if you've ever wanted to see yourself in minifig form, this is the one place in the world to probably go do it. Actually, there's probably a Lego store that you can do it in as well, but all right. They also have a Lego Ninjago The Ride, which is your traditional dark ride with screens, where you shoot by doing karate chop motions instead of like buttons or yanking a um, a string. You know, kind of in a a vigorous motion. This one, you're yes. doing a vigorous motion with ninja hands.
2: We know, we know all the these fans have shake weights, so you know what we're talking
1: about. They know what we're talking about. And then also at this this, this park, you've got um, one of my favorite attractions anywhere, the Fire Academy, where you are racing to a fire and putting it out and racing back to the finish line, which is one of the best theme park attractions of all time. A staple at every Legoland. And you also have other staples as well, like their build and test ramps and all sorts of other crap. but. This is a good option for a park if you have a child, um, or if you're just looking for to kill a couple hours. You're in the New York area, and you're like on a mission to ride all the coasters. I guess. See, I've
2: never been to like a full-on Legoland, and I really, really want to. Being a Lego fanatic, but I just I can't help but feel creepy when I see all the pictures of stuff to do, (laughs) and it's just a bunch of kids. So I just I feel like, even though I want to go, that I really just shouldn't.
1: You just have no, to embrace. No,
2: no, you
0: you should definitely go. I I think it's a lot of fun, even with even just if it's just adults. Me, yeah. Costa Bro, myself have done that when I worked at Legoland Florida, and we had a blast there. That's now, awesome. granted, I want to make a whole trip around just Legoland, really? right? But if you could pair it with something or multiple things, and hell yeah.
1: I will say, like in the park, it doesn't actually feel too bad. Maybe like when you're waiting in a line for an attraction, you're like shit we don't have anybody under three feet with us and that's a little weird <laughs> but um like when you're when you're like building cars and shooting them off of ramps and like they have like good nice like good like themed rides that are I just mean, they like designed
0: fun. it for families i mean yes yeah. it's mainly for kids but there's a lot of other things like mini lane usa's and all the Legoland's lands that are Awesome to check out, and as a kid, I don't think that would be that cool. They'd probably lose interest really fast, but as an adult, you like start and they put little like quirks in there. Like, I know the one in Florida, they had like a guy in a toilet in the Grand Central Station uh, model. Um, so it was just funny things you could see there. Um, and I'm sure there's plenty in the Legoland New York one.
2: I was gonna say, I think, uh, Merlin, if you're listening, uh, we should uh start planning for an adult Legoland somewhere that's just like adult themed sets, like a strip club or something.
1: Yeah, I'm sure Lego Corporation would be open to that.
0: I'm sure Merlin's listening right now.
1: They are. Um, i I we we DM each other. Me and Merlin they have. They
2: across have across pre- the pond. They have pre-publishing <laughs> access, where they get to listen as we record. Mm.
1: Yes, they're actually feeding information into our ear as we speak. Yeah, yeah I believe it. Uh, so Legoland also has food, um, and it ain't half bad. D- I was gonna say,
2: like, I pulled up the site. I wasn't sure of what to expect, but like, this is a place that could, at least on sites that could rival some of the uh, better food parks, I would say. Um, I just grabbed three three items here. Uh, and I think like the real fun thing is, is like they actually get to like theme their stuff being Lego. So all the the couple of the names here are pretty fun. We've got uh, Bricolini's. Uh, pizza and pasta which is a pizza and pasta buffet so hopefully uh you know not ragging on cc's but uh, hopefully it's better than that um oh to out real quick Did you know cc's
0: came out with the new like finish your pizzas challenge no <clears throat> uh-huh. uh, yeah it's like a 28 inch like pizza it's two people You pay 60 bucks to do it if you finish in time you get 300 dollars you have to finish, like, the whole pizza. There's, like, two, like, 60-ounce drinks you have to finish as well. Can't oh. get up from the table. Can't throw up. Have to finish everything um, before to win the money within the time limit. I don't know what the time limit was. I was going to say, remember. depending on
2: what the time limit is, that honestly doesn't sound too difficult.
0: Just... Yeah, I feel like we could kill that. Those pizzas are so thin. Like, you yeah, dude, throwing them down. The pop a gummy smashable. and roll
2: in, and you're great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's all buttered up anyway. It goes down easy. Yeah, the pizza won't stand the chance.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um next on the list we've got uh for our what's that uh chinese chain in the six flags chop six chop six for our chop six fanatic out there we've got ninja <laughs> kitchen uh which i don't think is actually the same thing but if you're wanting to get your chinese food fix this looks to be the place to hit uh and round out the list with Smokey's brick bq which uh, will have a lot of barbecue options. There, I mean, the whole roster of food on their site, I highly recommend going to check it out before you get into the park, kind of planning uh, just so you will kind of aren't disappointed if you might have missed out on something you actually wanted to try because there's, it does look like there's a lot of good options here. So now, I kind of had a hard time narrowing it down.
1: I do want to point out that it's very obvious you haven't been to a Legoland park because you missed a glaring food option. And the Legoland chain that is like at all of the Legoland parks, it is the apple fries. So, that I originally Slacker. had
2: that on the list and then <laughs> dropped it. I was trying to keep it down to three, but I mean, they're I, delicious, they look really, really good.
1: They're fucking fantastic. So, it's like they're great, they're just apples that are fried, right? And then yeah. there's are they the at def- all of them. I think so. They've got them here. Like, I, were, I looked it up.
0: I think they started at Legoland, Florida. I think so too. I don't know if they have one at Legoland, California. Well, we'll get that when we when we make a trip out to San Diego.
1: Follow up here in a couple of years. <laughs> As we make Stay our way to the us. other side <laughs> of the country. Bookmark this conversation. <laughs> but those are so delicious. You you dip them in whipped cream, and it's like a delicious dessert. And apples are tasty to begin with. So yeah, you fry them up, put some whipped cream on them. Oh my god, it's have, it's like uh, a staple. Sugar on them too. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, beautiful. All right, well, that's Legoland New York. I'm I'm just weirded out that I haven't. I don't know if I've heard of anybody going.
2: Like, well, I mean, we don't have a huge uh, time frame to sample from, and it's kind of mm-hmm. been uh, a little hectic travel wise. So
1: this is fair. I wonder if they even had a proper media day with their like rolling opening. They did. Yeah. All right, so we'll move on to the next park in New York. We've got a. There's a bunch of parks in New York. And I didn't realize it until I we sat down and like hashed them out. But the next one, we're going to Rye Playland. Whoa. Yeah, you got. Let's let's hear about the history of the Rye Playland.
2: Yeah, you got it. Um, Playland began operation in 1928 with a small group of rides, including some that survived to this day, like the Dragon Coaster, which opened in 1929 there was a major fire at the park in 1966 that claimed some of the rides including the bumper cars and the magic carpet funhouse 1987 the park was declared a national historic landmark being the united states only art deco amusement park and i really didn't follow up to figure out what that means i'm not uh savvy to the lingo but uh
1: art deco is like a style of architecture
2: ah well there you go we, we learned a thing
1: there you go uh,
2: and i probably sound like an idiot there but that's okay <laughs> that's what i'm here for uh in uh, 2012 hurricane sandy destroyed a portion of playlands boardwalk and the ice casino uh a few depressing bits in here but uh ending on a high Uh, In 2016, the Westchester County Board of Legislators voted to give control of the park to a management company called Standard Amusements, who would invest $27.5 million into the park. That agreement is in place for 30 years. Westchester County retains ownership of the park and receives rent. And uh, I'm not sure if this has come to pass yet, but as soon as Standard recoups their initial investment, Uh, The county will receive 8% of the park's profits. Uh, And then in 2019, the park broke their dry spell for a new ride, the last being in 2008 with a Zamperla disco half pipe.
1: Beautiful. Now, um, one thing I also want to point out about with Rye Playland is there's kind of a lot of pop culture um, kind of tied up in Rye Playland itself. It has like a beautiful boardwalk that like comes up on a lake. And there's just kind of a lot of movies that have been filmed there and music videos. So 1987, the movie Fatal Attraction was featured in that. And while I'm kind of going through our rundown here of coasters, I need you guys to look up. Just turn the sound off so we don't get a copyright. You need to look up the Mariah Carey video with ODB called Fantasy. The song sucks, which is why I'm telling you to put it on, put it on a volume down, minus the copyright. But well, now we just lost
0: Mariah Carey as a listener. Thanks, (laughs) toaster Brill.
1: No, um, (laughs) this is basically me simping on a young Mariah Carey because oh my god, all she wants for Christmas
2: is our show off the air now.
1: Yeah, she she makes me want to go to ride Playland in this music video. So you guys you guys take a peek at that while I talk about the. Zamperla Wild Mouse in the 2003 edition called Crazy Mouse, one of their five roller coasters here. And you're just looking at a standard Zamperla Wild Mouse. Um, You also have in 2001, they added the Family Flyer, which is another Zamperla kitty coaster. Um, They have two kitty coasters. They had that, and then they have the Kitty Coaster by Frank Darling, a 1928 edition. Which is a kitty wooden roller coaster, like from 1928. Pretty special. I don't think adults can ride it, but um, it's one of those that I just want to see operating because it's just it just looks so cool. And then in 2004, you've got the Superflight, another Zamperla ride. This almost feels like a Zamperla um, showroom floor at this point. They have so many zamperla coasters. But this is your Zamperla Valair flying coaster. You know, the one where you get in a cage and it kind of clunks you around a little bit. Enthusiasts hate these rides, but I think they're more fun than being in Flyers. They're not that rough. They're just a little clunky, a little fun. Um, and then the main reason you go to Ride Playland is for their 1929 edition, the Dragon, which is a Fred Church Woody. There's not many Fred Church Woodies left anymore, but um really old school classic ride. With a huge dragon tunnel. So you go into the dragon's mouth. There's a giant turnaround. And I guess you get shit out of the dragon. I think that's how it works. Um, I don't know if it's themed to intestines on the inside. Probably not. But it should be. For other attractions at this park. Uh, I do want to point out that they don't have a full size scrambler. But they do have a kitty size scrambler. So that's a, that's a rare scrambler credit for all of the only Scrambler fans out there. Um, yeah, just a small scrambler, very kitty size, very adorable, must ride if you are able to ride it. I'm not even sure uh, at Playland Park here. Um, they also, on top of the coaster collection, you got a kitty Scrambler, they have three dark rides at this ride, which really or at this park that really surprised me. Um, so they have Ye Old Mill, which is like a western classic dark ride. And then Zombie Castle and The Flying Witch, which are both like classic, just kind of spooky dark rides. Throw on a classic whip, and you've got a great classic boardwalk park with some old school coasters, old school dark rides, and uh, some pretty, pretty decent flat rides. While I was doing that, did you guys get a chance to look up that video?
2: i didn't pull up the video but i was looking at uh a list of the park and media and there's uh it's it's racked up quite a playlist
0: yeah i do want to i want to go there and i also want to learn how to rollerblade so yes
1: yeah just like icon- two
0: key takeaways <laughs>
1: <laughs> i want to rollerblade with mariah carey at right playland that's like put yeah. that on the bucket list because that looks like yeah. fun
0: everyone all our listeners unless you're driving uh Look it up please
1: she is gorgeous it's ridiculous i don't know like this is mariah carey in her prime i mean she's so, so gorgeous to, now uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah sorry well, sorry
2: to stray from mariah carey but i think my favorite uh, cameo the park makes is in the movie big the the tom hanks movie where he is an adult and then he's a kid
1: do they go to rye playland adult, or no, i'm
2: sorry i'm uh, in reverse uh he's a kid and then he's an adult yeah they go to rye playland uh,
1: the movie with the Zoltar machine where he makes a witch and he becomes that's right the Zoltar <clears throat> also Sorry. just to just kind of wrap up the Mariah Carey conversation um <laughs> <laughs> ODB is featured in that music video which is just iconic um rest in peace homie uh Wu-Tang forever and I'm so glad that you were in that music video and made it it almost made the music bearable shout out to mariah carey for showing us around rye playland and i hope you guys also pause this podcast to check out that music video iconic iconic and in every way so
2: uh, for the current time being don't try and go to rye playland's website because it's not active which is why we don't have a food section on it
1: fair (laughs) enough and i'm sure you can figure it out if you go anyway
2: (laughs) Uh, when all else fails dip and dots Yep, i saw that in a picture
1: All right, so as we're leaving Rye Playland, we are getting into the heart and soul of New York City. New York City. And what we're going to do for this show is go ahead and divide it into the boroughs of New York. So you've got the Bronx, you've got Manhattan, you've got Queens, you've got Brooklyn, and you've got Staten Island. So we're going to break it down piece by piece. The attractions, the food to see in each little borough, because in all honesty, you could post up one of these boroughs, make that a vacation in its own. So we'll start with the most northern, the Bronx.
0: Yeah, so the Bronx. So the Bronx uh, pretty cool. So most northern borough, like uh, Coaster Bros said, um, it's uh, located across in the Harlem River, northeast of Manhattan. So if you're kind of looking at a map, you know you kind of see the Harlem River. Bam, right up there. Uh, but the Bronx gave us a lot of cool stuff. Gave it gave us hip-hop. You know, it's apparently the history of hip-hop came from the Bronx. Um, it also gave us J-Lo. So we all love J-Lo. Jenny from,
1: um, Jenny from the Jenny, block.
0: Jenny from the block, a.k.a. the Bronx. Um, but there's a lot of great spots up here and a lot of cool things to do, really. Uh, number one, um, it has the largest zoo in America, the Bronx Zoo, actually. Um, so... It's the country's biggest urban zoo and it's a must visit attraction for families and animal lovers. So I feel like we hit the zoo on pretty much every city we go to, but I mean, I feel like this is going to be a very iconic zoo. It's especially, you know, it's probably one of the older ones as well. Um, I don't have the exact date when it opened, but I'm assuming that, probably. but Hey, it's one of the biggest ones. Why not check it out when you're in the Bronx?
2: Hey man, um, we collect creds. Some people collect zoos. Yeah.
0: Another thing you got to do when you're in the Bronx, I know Costa bro, this would be a must stop for him. Got to yeah. go to Yankee Stadium. Have to. Um, you know, if you're going during the summer, hopefully you can catch a game there. If not, definitely go on the stadium tour. Uh, why not? So, I mean, it's probably one of the most iconic baseball stadiums, and especially one of the most iconic baseball teams in MLB. So why not? Even if you hate the Yankees, you got to respect them for what they've done in their history. So why not check it out? Uh, yeah. So it's definitely a spot to do. Hmm in the Bronx I just like saying that
1: that way it's um, really fun to say the boroughs like I, my life purpose I think was to be born in like Brooklyn or the Bronx to just be able to say I'm from there because that just adds a lot of weight to like your personality and and just kind of your credibility as a person
0: well if you really say I'm from the boroughs I don't think you're from there <laughs> well yeah you
1: but you say, say I'm like from the Bronx, the Bronx I'm from all the boroughs at once i'm from queens i'm from staten island
0: i don't know if i want to claim staten island but hey uh... Hey,
1: wu-tang forever and uh, pete davidson's from there so true true
0: but we're not talking about Staten island just yet we're talking about the bronx (laughs) um so another thing to do there they have the new york botanical garden um there will be a few more botanical gardens on here but this is a new york one so it actually looks pretty cool just from the photo i'm looking at looks pretty pretty i mean if you like nature want to get some you know walking around and love flowers check it out. Why not? So I would definitely go to the first two places first, but if you have some time to kill in the Bronx, um, this is a spot to go to. <laughs> Looking for something
1: pretty, pretty in the Bronx. I'm going to this. Pretty, pretty. <laughs>
0: you. <laughs> uh, if you aren't satisfied with that outdoor adventure, you definitely want to check out the Pelham Bay Park. Um, it's one of the largest parks in New York City. Um, it's fantastic. It looks pretty, pretty as well as there's also a beach there. So Orchid Beach, Um, which is uh, alongside um, actually no I am completely wrong sorry there's an island there called the city island and that is connected um, on the Pelham Pay Park and there's a little bridge that connects it over there it's a 1.5 mile long um, city island so it'd be fun to check out if you kind of want a little park vibe as well as kind of a little ocean vibe and kind of go on the little island over there um, so kind of some fun things to do. And of course, any stop in New York wouldn't be enough. Um, and there's going to be one in all the boroughs is some sort of museum. I mean, there's a ton of museums in New York, so might as well check them out. But in the Bronx, you got the Museum of Art. So um, it's one of the um it's one of the only I'm sure there's other museums but it's probably one of the most noted ones here in the Bronx um but it's located um in the Grand Concourse Cultural District so there's probably a lot of uh, great restaurants and food over there I'm sure Chef Jeff will be able to break that down for us so what do you got for us Chef Jeff?
2: Yeah uh I'm gonna preface saying uh we're gonna get a little uh, crafty in this episode uh New York is very diverse so there's a lot uh a lot of opportunity to try some some things you may not have before um and i'll kick off that list with the havana cafe which is going to be a, a place to try cuban food i don't think that i've ever had cuban food probably not you know <laughs> excellent excellent dancing guys uh probably not you know a far cry from other uh latin american options um but you know everybody has things they do their own way. Uh, looking at the menu, this is going to be uh, you know you're gonna have to break out the wallet a, a bit here. But reading up on what That's they New do York, have, Barbie. yeah, reading on what they do <laughs> have New for York. their options, um, you know, it's it's going to be well worth it. And they do have uh, kind of a, a standout for. I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out Mitch here. They've got a vegan paella, uh, mm. so you know lots lots of their their coverage is good here, um, with lots of other options on the menu. Uh, Havana Cafe uh, for your Cuban food. Havana
1: um, ooh na nah. <clears throat> I don't know the words.
2: I, th- I think that should be our intro for the show <laughs> going forward. Maybe so. Yeah. Uh, next on the list will be the Kingston Tropical Bakery. Um, This is going to be the place you're going to want to hit to get a uh, Jamaican patty if you've never had one. Um, They've got beef, chicken, and vegetarian options. Uh, They also apparently have an A-plus carrot cake. Uh, And there are heavy lines here, so plan for, uh, you know, space your time out so you have plenty of time to hit it if you have the opportunity. Uh, Kingston Tropical Bakery. Next on the list, is going to be La Masa. Uh, this will be Colombian food, and they are particularly well known for their empanadas. Um, lots of other great options, but I am a I, I enjoy a good empanada, so I this would definitely be on my list to try. Um, a bit more, as far as I can tell, a bit more budget friendly uh, than uh, Havana Cafe, but uh, you know empanadas are pretty simple. We get you get four for ten dollars here apparently, and they've got uh, a, a good number of flavors here so uh, that is la Masa. Uh, next on the list will be liebman's kosher deli a jewish deli well known for their pastrami uh, Knishes, which is a uh, which are a pastry stuffed with mashed potato and or other fillings uh, as well as their grilled franks um, i mean it's it's a deli so you're going to get your your classic deli options here. Um, we've got the Katz's is not in the Bronx, but this'll mm-hmm. they will they will get a mention later on in the show. Um, if you if you know you're not gonna be able to hit Katz's, then you're in the area Liebman's. Uh, they are the known, final, they're
1: sorry. known for their their New York delis, man. It's like the Jewish New York deli is like it's like I'm, I haven't really been into New York, but I know a pastrami on rye like I've got to do that while I'm in New York. Absolutely. I'm a, I I'm I'm pretty pretty
2: keen to pastrami myself. I know it's a a polarizing meat as far as I understand. Some people like it, some people don't. It's okay. But I, I
1: don't, like. but I would try it in New York.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean you got to. Yeah. Uh final option here will be a bit less adventurous. Uh we've got the Crosstown Diner which I'm pretty sure is another option that pops up in media here and there um, the building looks pretty familiar to me but uh, they have a humongous menu and uh, from what i read are pretty generous with their portions as well uh, so you're going to be able to satisfy a number of cravings uh, for a very large portion of the day they are open from 7 a.m to 2 a.m wow. on monday through thursday oh friday through sunday 24 hours
1: What? So this is basically Waffle House in the middle of New York city.
2: Yeah. But you can get wings there.
1: That's what's up. That's what I need.
2: Right. But yeah, that's the, uh, the crosstown diner. So
1: that's, what's up. There that's, you go. Uh, the, the Bronx. Bronx food. Yeah. Sounds like a place to go. I'm going to catch a Yankees game. <sighs> I'm going to go get a pastrami on rye and then I'm going to follow up. It's going to be a bang, bang. Go ahead and get some chicken wings over there at that diner. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. And then um, I'm getting dressed up, and I'm going to go to Manhattan after that. After the Bronx. After the Bronx. So uh, it's time to highlight. I think when most people think New York City, their minds go to Manhattan. That's where all the like big-ass skyscrapers are and shit. But I'll let theme Parcell, I'll let you give us the summary of what Manhattan is.
0: No, you kind of nailed it on the head. This kind of has all the kind of like iconic things when you think of, uh, um, Manhattan. So unfortunately a lot of these are going to be kind of, especially if it's your first time, I mean, I think like you're going to have to do these. I know if I go to New York city, I'm going to want to go to maybe not all these, I think there'll be a lot, but at least most of these, it kind of makes, you know, just cross them off the bucket list. Like, Oh, I've been there, I've been there even though it's probably not going to be the best thing in the world. Um, <laughs> So, number one is, you know, visit the Empire State Building. So, Empire State Buildings in Manhattan, and you know what? Why not? It's one of the most iconic buildings in New York City, so let's go visit it. Why not? Check it out. I think it's old um, as shit, right? Yeah, I think it's old as shit. Um, let's see what it says in here. In terms
1: of America, and skyscrapers go. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's uh doesn't have the date when it when they uh, built it or erected it, I like saying it that way.
1: Nice erection.
0: <laughs> um, and another kind of touristy spot will kind of just knock it out right off the bat would be Times Square. So uh, Times Square is located in Manhattan. It's probably the most iconic. Um, square i guess in the world uh, i feel like anytime there's like some kind of like video of new york city it's always going to hit times square in there and stuff so um check it out i mean just like michael scott from the office has some great restaurants there like sabaro and uh stuff like that.
1: <laughs> sabaro uh, pizza is that, that is the quintessential new york pizza
0: <laughs> new york pizza right there <laughs> uh, so check it out I think another spot that'd be kind of very interesting to check out would be the nine 11 Memorial site. Um, I think that's, you know, a key spot to kind of check out, you know, it's a big, um, sad, but, a, a, a definitely a, a mark in our history of the country. So I think it's important to check that out and pay your respects. Um, so you could also do that in Manhattan. Um, some other things that's also important. Another iconic building in New York is the grand central station. Mm. Um, so Basically, it's a massive train station, and it's it's awesome. Pretty much, uh, I'm sure a lot of places you've been to, like Union Station here in Kansas City, and, I'm, and a lot of other Union stations across other cities. Um, but Grand Central Station is gonna steal it all from them.
1: And there, like um, a lot of immigration stories in the uh, in the old Grand Central Station there. Yeah, I don't know. I need to I, I need to brush a up few. on my New York history. <laughs> I
0: think there's a few on there. I think or am I the thinking main, of Ellis Island? Yeah, Ellis Island's <laughs> the main one, but I'm sure there's some stories. Sure. Some people probably showed up on and, trains. Yeah. Yeah, they I mean once they got to Ellis Island, they had to go somewhere, so they probably took yeah. trains somewhere. Maybe. Um uh, uh but yeah, there's a lot of great things to do. Another one, another kind of if you want a great view of everything is uh go to the top of the rock so the rockefeller mm-hmm. um center go to the top of that it has one of the most iconic views of the city has an awesome view of empire state Building from afar you could see um you know the the, the river and i forgot what rivers that's the hudson river hudson I think, I think it's the hudson yeah hudson river and uh you know just looks awesome from up there so i think that's if you want an iconic view in new york and you can only go to one place i would go to the top of the rock uh would you want to do that uh, but there's some also cool, there's like a cool monument called The Vessel that looks, I, when I was looking at this stuff, I never heard of this, but it actually looks kind of cool. It's just kind of a, a bunch of staircases, and it's kind of like a honeycomb shape, and it goes very high, and then the river's right there. I don't know, if you have time to kill, you're in the area, fuck it, why not? So.
1: <laughs> Indeed. Well, I like honeycombs.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of something neat. Would I go out of my way? Probably not uh, when it goes there. And then um, uh, one thing that looks really cool—it's near the Empire State Building—but the Morgan Library uh, used to be the private library of J.P. Morgan, and mm-hmm. so there's a lot of cool history here and a very um, pretty building. You could get a tour inside; it has like awesome, like old—I um, don't know—I'm not good with like interior design, but like um, just awesome different ceilings and colors and stuff. I don't know, like trying to say like it's yeah. old. It's cool, but I would definitely go check. It looks pretty neat. Probably has a lot of cool history in there, and uh, yeah, Manhattan just has a lot going on. And really, just kind of walking around would really be your best bet. Um, you know, just walk around, check out places, go down different like neighborhoods in there, and you're gonna see some cool things.
2: Do you think that yeah. library, uh, if it's the private library of J.P. Morgan, has a whole section dedicated to overdraft fees? Probably.
1: <laughs> probably so that
2: was a really lame joke that That was really bad yeah Yeah, not great
1: it's okay three out of ten finance nerd yeah well that's awesome man Uh, that that's just uh that's like a couple days of freaking stuff to find out you know manhattan in its own
0: oh there's one more thing too i gotta add I uh-huh. just saw it. I think it's good to add in for any of those people that are big influencers and got to get those pics for the gram. Have to. You want to go into uh, Dumbo in Williamsburg, which is a little neighborhood in Manhattan, and it has that iconic shot of the Brooklyn Bridge, with it's kind of like that mm. street view in between there kind of up. So if you got to do it for the gram, stop off in Williamsburg.
1: I think there's a lot of like movie um, scenes shot right there. Oh, yeah, bridge. it's a
0: pretty pretty iconic little mm-hmm. area.
1: Wonderful. Well, I heard the the food sucks in in uh, Manhattan. Is what I heard.
0: <laughs> That's what I heard too.
1: Yeah, no good food there.
2: Well, I'm gonna have to uh, prove you wrong here. All right. Uh, kicking off with our uh, our first pizza shout, John's of Bleecker Street. Oh. Uh, which on uh, one bite, nine point three for Dave. Uh, eight point nine for the general public. Wow. God damn. <clears throat> so that's uh that's a that's about as A plus as it gets.
1: It really is. That that is about as high as it gets. <laughs> like with so many reviews being in Manhattan and eight point nine is like mind blowing.
2: Yeah. And their I mean their menu like for the uh for the notoriety I would say the prices are fair. Uh especially for New York like excuse me, Um, most of these pizzas for a whole pizza, uh, you know, drift between 20 to $30, which I mean, it's above average, definitely where we are, but, you know, I was expecting it to be a bit higher, especially for a place that's so Uh, well-regarded. You know, if you aren't feeling pizza, which if you aren't feeling pizza, why are you going here? Um, They sell about a slice normally for what's listed on here I'm seeing uh, just that they do mediums or larges so this, this may not be a buy the slice place.
1: It looks like no mostly pies as I'm scrolling through. Yeah. all um, pizzas, not pies. Pizza
0: pies.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, if you're coming with a group hopefully you can arrive at a consensus on one that isn't a veggie pizza.
1: That was a that was a good joke. Yeah. Deep to, that nobody will it. understand, but <laughs> that was uh, a deep cut. Yeah. Shout out shout out Matt. Uh, <laughs> Big Veggie Pizza guy.
2: Yeah. Um but no that uh I mean and look at the pictures of their pizza. This is definitely a place that would be high on the priority for myself. And uh, you know, Dave can't go wrong on his uh on his ratings, so it's true. Um all right, on to the next we've got Clinton Hall, their financial district location, uh, this looks to be the place to hit for craft burgers and beers and they've got an expansive menu of both. Um, it looks like uh, if you, if, uh, at least for the Kansas City fam looking at the. Uh, uh, pictures of the restaurant itself it kind of has city butcher vibes. As far as the interior uh, looks like there's stuff to do kind of casual type seating uh, very, very crowded so just take note of that if you're planning to go to New York soon but. um, Lots and lots of great burger options other options as well. Um, And definitely a good place to unwind with a a craft beer, because they have a, a lot of them so.
1: Do love a good craft beer and burger Yep, Mm. it's good combo yeah it is um all right after uh clinton
2: hall we've got it wouldn't be a new york episode if i didn't mention bagels at least once Mm -hmm. we've got the thompson tompkins sorry tompkins square bagels uh they've got a massive bagel and cream cheese selection uh, an expansive breakfast menu these guys up to start your day uh, they uh you know if you don't want to go to new york they uh ship on gold belly that's actually what i'm seeing with a lot of these places is they ship on gold belly which if you're unfamiliar with gold belly that's a food delivery service that will mail you from anywhere in the
1: country oh so, so. you can get these bagels for like 200 dollars, probably <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> They price the hell out of those it's, things. It's like, it's not yeah, Rod's you can have our family. iconic food, but um, so it's, it's going to cost more than flying here. So. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but yeah,
2: uh, Tompkins Square Bagels, if you're in the area, don't order on Gold Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. The next one, the next couple are going to be uh, shouts for some uh, professional chefs. Uh, the first being Momofuku Noodle Bar. Uh, if you are, uh, you know, if you follow your celebrity chefs and are uh, familiar with David Chang, this is one of his restaurants. Uh, they specialize in ramen and other uh, Asian dishes. Um, I've seen some, uh, you know, I, 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 this is a guy I'm familiar with. He's he's kind of funny. He's kind of uh, uh, a grading personality. So it's, you, know, you might be only able to watch so much of him at a time, but uh, food looks real good. And he's very, very uh, well-disciplined in his art. So I highly recommend checking him out. Uh, the last will be Han Dynasty. Um, the, the chef mentioned actually doesn't have a hand in it, uh, but has given his seal of approval. Uh, this will be to Coast Rose Delight, uh, Han Dynasty. An Anthony Bourdain-approved chain of Szechuan restaurants uh, looks to be very budget-effective option with excellent flavors, um, and it looks like right now they have uh, they're they're currently still doing limited seating because of uh, COVID. It does list on their site that proof of vaccination is required to enter the restaurant. So. Um, If you are traveling, make sure you have your card with you because that's going to be a thing with some places. So, Yeah, Han Dynasty, they've got uh, a lot of great options. Um, Looks to be mainly a Chinese menu. So if you want to get your Chinese fix, Han Dynasty. Anthony Bourdain mm -hmm. approved.
1: Anything Anthony Bourdain approved, I I approve as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, God, that looks so good. All that food that I was Googling the whole time. Yeah, I just want to eat all that right now. Maybe, maybe get on Goldbelly and spend thousands of dollars and get all this food.
2: (laughs) I I can't even like bring myself to like open the app or anything because it's just I can't imagine how expensive something like that has to be. And you're not even getting it fresh. You have to hope that you cook it right. I'm sure they send you instructions and stuff, but like it's not going to be the same.
1: No, it won't. That it's probably freeze-drying that shit and sending it. Yep. All right. Well, there's Manhattan. You're going <laughs> to New York, you're obviously going to Manhattan. You have to. You can't just skip Manhattan. My one the trip. The Muppets took Manhattan once. They did. The fucking yeah. Muppets. <laughs> the big time. All right. So for our next stop, we're actually going to hop across the river there of Manhattan. We're cheating a little bit. We're going over to to New Jersey. Everything's legal in New Jersey, including making a uh, ridiculous ass mall called the American Dream, which, I mean, this area is open to full-scale amusement parks in the past couple of years in a pandemic. So um Nickelodeon Universe is the middle of the mall. Um, you've heard of Nickelodeon Universe at Mall of America? they're pretty much duplicating that here same company that's running it and um from what i understand it's a disappointment to most (laughs) coaster enthusiasts Uh, i've seen this park buried as one of the worst parks that people have been to which is surprising um because you think about a cool mega mall putting these awesome coasters in with great interactions with each other um I think I think the, the biggest complaint is that it's the, the price of like a six flag season pass for like a couple of hours to go in and <laughs> enjoy this park. So we'll get we'll kind of get into the, the nitty gritty here with the coasters um, in 2019. You saw. Oh, wait, I, we have history, Jeff. I'm so sorry.
2: Oh, you're fine. It's just a little bit. Uh, in uh, September of 2016, the 555 group announced a second Nickelodeon Universe Park would fill an eight-acre spot at the American Dream Meadowlands Mall, featuring two roller coasters, a Gershlauer Eurofighter called the tmnt age Mutant Ninja Turtle Shell Razor, and a spinning coaster called Shredder. The park temporarily closed due to the pandemic in 2020, reopening on October 1st, 2020
1: there you have it yeah and um i hear the mall is not doing too well um <laughs> there's been some some hits some clickbait that the mall itself had to like um dip into their savings and has like 800 dollars left <laughs> in their savings um which I mean, you it's open a mega mall in a pandemic; it's it's probably not going well.
0: <laughs> so I'm opening a mall in this modern time. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Even yeah. if it is New York, it's like mm, in just New saying York, they it's not even New York; a- it's
0: New Jersey,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. right?
2: They couldn't even afford a PS5 right now because the going rate's still about a thousand dollars for one. So
1: no PS5 editions coming to any corner of the mall, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but but going on to Nickelodeon Universe and highlighting the rides a little bit, we've got 2019, the addition of Nickelodeon Slime Streak. The Chance, is, I call it a family coaster. It is 70 feet tall with like a 50-foot drop. Um, if, if you've been to Mall of America and ridden like um, the Pepsi Orange Streak that kind of just the jets around the mall, it's kind of that general idea. Um, but this is a ride by Chance, which is chance morgan so it's kind of like a miniature hyper coaster is what you're looking at here um not a lot of great reviews out of it um some i know complaints early on that it was not very accommodating to the larger guests as well which seems odd for a morgan coaster because those are like the most accommodating fucking rides in the world (laughs) those lap bars will fit anybody um but yeah um, so in 2020 there was a delay in getting sandy's blasting bronco opened sandy's blasting bronco um, is you're basically looking at a ride that has a turntable for some reason that like turns in the station and you get launched forward through the course and then go through the turntable and go backwards through it um, it's kind of a creative what use of space because um, it is so compact and you're but i don't understand why there's a fucking turntable why couldn't you just launch the other way like any other like impulse ride <laughs> uh, so that, that's kind of interesting but this does look like one of the top rides at that park um I, I don't hear that it's rough or anything it's just um a unique ride and it's themed to sandy from spongebob and i approve that sandy
2: cheeks which took me forever <laughs> to realize it was a butt joke
1: it's a, yeah it's like uh putting your ass in the sand sandy yeah. cheeks all right, 2019, the addition of Shredder, the Gerslauer Spinning Coaster. And this is the ride that interacts with TMNT Shell Razor. Um, so whenever you saw like early um, bits about this park opening and that it was announced, this was one of the two rides that they showed just kind of interacting that this was going to be a, a major attraction that's going into this mall. Um, I mean, you're looking at a Gerslauer Spinning Coaster, so it's not going to be anything too crazy. I mean, you're looking at... These are the people that make spinning dragons and um, all those pandemonium rides at Six Flags and, and that sort of thing. Um, so, not, not a lot to expect from that, but a good, solid, like custom layout to that. And then you also have 2019 opened up Timmy's half pipe Havoc, his half pipe Havoc. Timmy from the Fairly Odd Parents. And this is just your standard. Half pipe coaster that you see at like Elish Gardens or you also see at Nickelodeon Universe, the Mall of America. These are fun little rides, um, but they're not going to make your top 100. You just spin going up and down a half pipe. Barely even consider it a coaster, almost. You know, it's it's pretty small, but it's a good ride. And I then, hear two this. oh yeah.
2: Sorry, I was going to say, I hear that one's funded by uh, Doug Dimmendome, owner of the Dimmendome. Mm. I don't know if that joke's going to land, but
1: no idea what that joke means. I
2: watched watched Fairly Odd Parents when I was a kid. So oh
1: I gotcha. Yeah. I did too. I that was just a deep dig, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully somebody laughed.
2: Somebody's gonna. It's probably gonna be Perry.
1: Okay. Perry's got it.
2: Perry's
1: got kids. All right, fair enough. And then uh the final, I guess the signature ride that just falls short for a lot of people is the TMNT Shell Razor Gerslauer Eurofighter. This is the signature ride that like people are most excited about. Um, It's actually a clone of, I think it's Takabisha over in Japan. And um, one of the steepest roller coasters in the world with that crazy first drop really goes up into the ceiling. And then um, you got a crazy beyond vertical drop there. The downside of this ride is it is incredibly rough is what people are saying. Like, you feel it in your fucking spine, rough, <laughs> which is not usually a Gerstlauer characteristic of a ride. Um, so, a little upsetting to hear that, but, I mean, that, that's kind of your lineup. So, when you look at that, and, and, and coaster enthusiasts, they, they look at this lineup and they're like, ooh, that's going to be the best ride. And when it turns out to be probably the worst ride in the lineup, and then you look at the lineup and it's not very inspiring, it's, it's hard. It's hard to prioritize this park, I think, for a lot of people. Um, some other attractions, just to bring up, they do have a drop tower called the what's it called, Screaming Drop, which is an SNS drop tower, which you know that's going to be fine. And then they do have a ropes course there too. I don't know that it's currently open, but I do believe it's themed to Legends of the Hidden Temple. Which is a great theme for a ropes course, but I do think it's been closed for COVID slash staffing slash budget. But I mean, you're looking at a multi level course there, which is pretty dank if you ask me. All right.
2: That's the, the, I think the main show I always wanted to be on when I was a kid. Yeah, we had those game shows to watch. I didn't really care about any of the others. Legends of the Hidden Temple is where it was at.
1: I mean, those episodes (laughs) still hold up. I know theme park you're you're over here i think it was about a year ago today and we binge watched a lot of those episodes
0: yeah they're awesome
2: <laughs> that and we watched guts yeah oh yeah guts was great too
1: some oh, yeah. of the best
2: did you guys ever have a team like i didn't care about who the kids were i just like i think i inherently always uh cheered on whoever was the, the blue barracudas uh, so we're snakes
1: I was a re- was it red monkeys? I think
0: yeah.
1: so. Yeah, I always like. I the think red they're monkey. the red
0: jaguars.
1: Oh, I like the red team. Yeah, was
2: red. I was always the the blue barracudas, man.
1: Blue barracudas yeah. is a great name.
2: Yeah, silver snakes. Silver
1: snakes. <laughs> ever, do you remember any other names of that?
0: I think Those it was teams? um I think it was the red jaguars, blue barracudas,
1: green the blue green blue monkeys. Blue. Green monkeys. Was there a yellow team?
0: No, but I think there was a purple team.
1: Hmm. Yeah. uh, Purple pythons?
0: No, because we had the silver snakes.
1: Uh, This is very important.
2: Yeah, we're looking it up. Uh, Purple parrots, blue barracudas, Uh, orange iguanas, red jaguars, silver snakes, and green monkeys.
1: Orange iguanas. I love how they went OI there. They didn't go orange orangutans they went orange iguanas yeah excellent
2: all all of those would make great uh team names for like intramural or just for fun sports leagues although my my go-to for soccer was always the mighty wombats from uh backyard soccer
1: Mm -hmm. oh backyard Mm.
2: backyard sports for the shit oh they (laughs) still are i still can play them somehow on my computer so i'm
1: (laughs) i do here and there Anytime, Pablo Sanchez. <laughs> you're playing Pablo Sanchez. Dude. It's you're fucking done, son. He, he was was, a multi-sport sport athlete. <laughs> yeah, that like guy was a stud. There you go. You have it. The Nickelodeon Universe rides. <laughs> but one thing you go to a mall for is to eat the shitty mall food. So let's let's hear what if it's shitty or if it's actually worth eating at the American Dream Mall. I mean, it's
2: mall food. <laughs> you got your uh, you got your staples. You got your Cinnabon, your uh, Charlie's Philly steaks. Mm. Actually, I mean, aren't half bad, but it's
1: it's again, true. You
2: have to remind yourself it's mall food. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got their Five Guys, their Dunkin'. But the uh, I'll, I'll try and shout out three that are a bit less uh known. Uh, our first will be uh, kind of a a good general option is uh, first round, which will be your uh, sports bar is not really much to dress up about it. It's going to be bar food. Uh, House of Q, they've got Texas-style barbecue. That's about the long and short of it.
1: Nothing and says Texas-style barbecue like New York Mall.
2: New Jersey Mall. New Jersey. New Jersey. It's
1: in East Rutherford, New Jersey. That's right. But Just like, like a- the New York Giants and New York Jets play.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, to round out the list, we've got, uh, I, I thought of our uh, Canadian friends. For this one, we've got the uh, German Doner Kebab. I probably mispronounced it. but uh, say
1: German Donner. Boner Kebab?
2: Doner. Oh. Like D is in dog. Gotcha. I get my Ds and Bs confused. Yeah. <laughs> uh, German Doner Kebab. They've got kebabs. Hit them up. They got I like a good kebab. So that's the the kind of the highlight food options for the american dream
1: damn they weren't as good as i thought they'd be honestly
2: <laughs> no well they've only got 800 dollars in their account so
1: yeah you can only afford to open a mcdonald's with that kind of money yeah it's <laughs> true <laughs> all right i'm sure now one thing they do have here is attractions there's some shit to do like you could almost there you is. could squeeze a day out of this mall you just don't want to eat yeah, so basically, I
0: mean, yeah, Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon Universe apparently sucks. The food sucks, but there's some cool attractions do outside of those. Um, I mean, they got like three or two, two or three different mini-golf places. Like, one's a black light, and one's Angry Birds themed, which I think looks pretty cool. So Big and mini-golfers, there's your spot. You got two of them. They got, you know, a mirror maze. They got some basic stuff you see at a mall. Um, they got like a something called a tilt museum so it's like an illusion type museum house Mm -hmm. i mean they call it a museum but it's it's, to me it seems like more like a fun house Mm -hmm. looks pretty neat to do they also got some standard uh legoland stuff they got a legoland discovery center in here as well as a sea life aquarium Mm -hmm. so a little midways in the And here as well. But I think where this place really shines, there's also a little ice rink too. So if you really want to get, you know, some go icing that's indoors, Um, so you can kind of go year round whenever you want. Um, So if you want to go ice skating, got your spot. But I think where this place kind of really shines is in like two spots. Um, Number one is their water park. So they have Mm -hmm. the DreamWorks themed water park. And um, this thing looks badass, Um, it's the largest indoor water park in North America so number one bam it's huge so pretty badass and they got some cool rides in here like a lot of awesome water slides they got speed body slides they got awesome like family raft rides that look really intense they got a little toilet bowl um they also have a uh, water coaster so the toothless trickling torpedo um oh, shit. yeah it looks pretty good um you know i don't think it's the best one yeah yeah It's probably not the best one in the world or in the country, uh, In a matter of fact, but it still looks pretty neat and stuff. Uh, They got a flow rider. They got some drop slides. um, They got mat racers. They kind of have it all, really. Um, They also have something called the Forbidden Waters, kind of like a little chill zone with little waterfalls, and they got hot tubs in there. So you just want to chill and relax. They got a lazy river. Um, They also in here as well, and this is an extra upcharge um, to do, but... I think it'd be kind of cool if you're into this, but they have um, something called Scootin' Surf. So basically, it's kind of like a big wave pool, but it makes like legit waves where people go surfing um, on. So Again, I th- it is an extra upcharge to do that with your admission just to get in the water park. However, um, if you're big into surfing or wanna take a surfing lesson and you wanna be indoors where the weather is nice and you can control the waves, this would be a good option for you. Um, if you're not into that, just enjoy your time at the water park because it's, it's a pretty legit one. So um, I think this would be worth it almost, you know, I'd hit Nickelodeon Universe for the credits, but really I'd probably come here mainly versus Nickelodeon universe still gonna hit the credits but this looks more fun in my opinion
1: for the people that have been to the dreamwalks water, dreamworks water park i mean you're talking about one of the best water parks in the country um it's i don't get excited about water parks often but like this is definitely an opportunity where i'd be like let's add a day and do the dreamworks water park on top of the new york whatever Nickelodeon yeah, so
0: I, I don't see why not i mean you could could have a blast here Mm -hmm. like if if we're ever there i i would fully support going to that Mm -hmm. um another thing that's really cool um that i think is awesome on here they got big snow so it is the only indoor um snow resort ski slash snowboarding resort in america and Mm -hmm. um it's pretty badass so basically if you want to go skiing or snowboarding Granite we're around New York city. You can just travel up to upstate New York. You got plenty of options there for outdoors, but say it's the middle of summer and, or you just don't really want to be outdoors and go skiing and snowboarding. You can do it here at this mall. And uh, yeah, so it's, um I, I don't know how many runs it has. Um, it looks pretty, you know, generic, kind of like a, if people around here in Kansas city, we have snow Creek up in Weston. So not, not the most biggest, like not mountains by any means, but Hey, it'll get your fix in if you really want to do that. Um, could be a good opportunity if you want to learn skiing and snowboarding, probably a a controlled environment too. Um, they offer lessons and all that kind of stuff. So I think between the snow, the ski resort, as well as the water park, that makes this place very unique. Would I probably go skiing and snowboarding there? Probably not. Maybe depends on what the group wants to do, but I'll really go there for mainly for like, you know, hit, hit, hit the credits do the water park and maybe a couple rounds of mini golf as well.
1: Mm. I mean, this is a project that I don't want to see fail. I mean, it's easy to shit talk because their roller coaster is too rough. They're one roller coaster and that's what people do. But when you look at this whole mall as a, as a thing, like they've got something going, I just hope it makes profit and people start going. Hopefully. I hope. Fingers crossed. All right, I guess we should go back to New York at this point. We, sh-
0: we probably should.
1: Going I mean, we th- there's a part of New Jersey that claims to be New York, and I think that's why New Yorkers make fun of New Jersey so much. So let's get back to it. Uh, let's go to Queens, the Queens borough.
0: Yes, so we're going to Queens. So Queens is probably like it's one of the largest boroughs that we have, and it's probably. It is the largest, honestly, and we have. It's not like we we own it. <laughs> we um, own New it's, York. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's probably one of the most diverse too. This is going to be kind of like your big kind of like I would say more, I, granted, I think New York as a whole is probably hipster in its own way, but I feel like this is gonna be kind of your more arts, kind of cultural districts gonna be in here as well. Um, a lot, of ton of museums when it comes to this, kind of what it's known for really. Um, they had the 1964 New York's World Fair. It's kind of what put Queens on the map. Um, and yeah, so there's a lot of great things to do here. Um, a ton of museums. So i come on my name off. They got the Museum of the Moving Image. So, basically, anything that has to do with, like, um, you know, films or, like, cameras or um, what do you call those things? It's, like, different, um, like, not animated art, but, like, kind of animated. Uh, Stop motion? Yeah, stop motion, yeah. (laughs) So, I think it's going to have a bunch of stuff like that. So, if you're into that kind of stuff, this would be a good spot to go to. They also have the Socrates Sculpture Park in Noguchi, probably messed it up museums so basically a lot of different sculptures um so if you're into kind of more of that type of art um this would be your jam right here as well um some other ones today they also had the queen's botanical garden again i mentioned earlier so if your type of art is nature and flowers and trees this is your place to be so um yeah there's also the um The MoMA PS1, um, and no, that's not a special edition PlayStation, (laughs) Uh, but basically is a kind of museum. They do art shows there as well. So again, Queens is kind of have that little artsy vibe to it, basically. Um, There's also the Queens Museum, which uh, basically was built for the 1964 World Fair, Um, and it has a lot of different art that's in there as well. Um, again, ton of different places. They also do. They also have the Hall of Science there as well. So science is your jam. There's your spot as well. But don't forget also they got some sports venues. They do have City Field. So if you want to catch some Mets game, you're not a big Yankees fan. You want to do more Mets, or you just want also check out that stadium as well. Bam, it's in Queens. So check it out. Um, but yeah, a lot of great places to go. You also have a great beach at the, called the Rockaways, has a, um has a boardwalk as well. Um, so, if you kind of want to hit that vibe, kind of uh, kind of see that, um, that'd be pretty cool. Um, and one other thing you kind of really, I'll say, is probably one of the probably a must thing do. Um, and since you're going to be near City Park and some of these other uh, botanical gardens and, and museums, you could also go to the Flushy Meadows Corona Park. And, um, basically the biggest thing that you're going to kind of notice the iconic thing is these two towers that were actually in men in black. So those two kind of like, what? they actually had the UFOs on top of them. Those okay. towers are in this park there. So mm-hmm. if you really liked men in black, um, the, it's called the Unisphere, um, basically, um, what it's called and that's the big iconic towers in men in black.
1: If you don't like men in black, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> They're good movies. <laughs> iconic really that's wonderful that's
0: queens that's,
1: that's queens kind of baby they got sorry oh i oh, was just you know asking you yep. what the food is in queens sorry i didn't
2: hear what <laughs> you guys said it at the same time so i didn't hear that my apologies um <clears throat> edited that out at least uh so kicking off food in queens um i looked through a handful of sites uh, you know for ideas here and one that was kind of common through all the lists uh, was this re- an Indian restaurant called Ada, um, and they have good looking menu I, I you know I haven't had a whole lot of Indian food but it's definitely like when I have had it was never bad um, so if you want to get really good Indian this is apparently the place to hit Um, After that, we've got the Arepa Lady, uh, which started as a food truck and grew into a brick and mortar restaurant. Um, This is going to be another Colombian, I believe, Colombian place. Uh, They've got many kinds of Arepas, including sausage, pork belly, shredded beef, pollo asado, and cheese. And for anybody that doesn't know what an Arepa is, is, its it kind of looks like a um like sandwich kind of um I I'm not I think the vessel is made of the, the, the dough is corn based the, the so vessel. the vessel
1: the vessel of the sandwich
2: <laughs> it, it it doesn't quite look like bread but it's, it, it kind of looks like halfway between uh bread and like a, a pita or you know it depends on what kind of picture you're looking at some other ones I saw look like quesadilla is kind of it's just, they look really, really good. That's basically the main thing you got to know. Um, and that's what it's all about. It's trying new things. Um,
1: I now, love boat apologies. sandwiches. Say it again. I love boat sandwiches.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, next on the list will be Pau de Quejo. Uh Apologies if I pronounced that incorrectly. It is a Brazilian restaurant. Which serves breakfast all day, alongside sandwiches, burgers, smoothies, and more. I know that name uh, is because there's actually a Brazilian uh, stall at City Market in Kansas City. Uh, Pad de Queijo is like a like a roll with cheese mixed into the dough, so it's it's really really good. So if you have the opportunity to try one. Um, it's actually that uh, you—you guys have been to City Market. You know where kind of like the Steamboat Arabia building is. Yeah. It's at the end of the other building closest to that. Uh, yeah. That stall is right there at the end. So.
1: I got you. Uh, yeah.
2: Um, well, this was
0: a Kansas City road trip.
2: Well, I'm just. I know. I'm just anyway. <laughs>
0: it's
2: too late. Um, next on the list will be co- uh, again apologies. Uh, I'm going to try Kung Fu uh, Shaolong Bao, uh, Chinese eatery serving top-notch Shanghai-style dishes including dim sum and a bucket list item for me, uh, soup dumplings, which are uh, dumplings that when you put into them are filled with soup. Um, I've seen how they make them. They kind of, they'll like mix gelatin into their soup mixture so that it kind of forms into a Cube, then they roll it into the dough and then they steam it. So by the time it's heated up, it's soup on the inside again, uh, which it it seems like an interesting concept and I'd really like to try it. So, uh, and then round out the list uh, Eddie's Sweet Shop, all manner of sweets, and it's served in a classic environment, a lot of nostalgic stuff up in their shop. um, With they've got ice cream, pastries candy you name it they've got it if you uh need to hit your sweet tooth that seems to be the place to hit in queens and that rounds out our list of food in queens
1: there you go <laughs> everything you need to know about queens you don't need to go anywhere else to look it up we got you covered all right now if we were to go east of queens i think i'm not looking at a map in particular You've got a little island there called Long Island that a bunch of people live on, not necessarily a borough, but they do have an amusement park there. And this, out of all the amusement parks, I think is the most like locals amusement park. Um, Not a very big park, but we do have some history on it because Jeff is the history buff and knows everything about Adventureland and Long Island and all of its history history. So buckle up, bitches. Here it's it is. true.
2: I did condense this a little bit. So what we've got, uh, 1962 saw a pair of businessmen named Elvin Cohen and Herb Budden purchase some land in Farmingdale, New York. They installed a restaurant, an arcade, and four rides, a carousel, a train, a kiddie coaster, and some boats. Over time, they added a number of rides and attractions to continue growing the park, bringing joy to locals and tourists alike
1: there you have it and they had four rides then they have about six now i don't know it's not a very big park so um we'll go ahead and cover it they are very excited because they've just announced that they're adding a new roller coaster in 2022 and this is going to be the fireball roller coaster um by a manufacturer i don't know that i've actually heard of ride engineers switzerland and this is going to be a rollerball style roller coaster. And if you've ever played Roller Coaster Tycoon 3, you'll kind of see this as one of the cheaper options of roller coasters to add to your park. And um, you've like never seen it in any parks. There's like one in Europe, I don't know, Switzerland, probably. Um, and then they, they purchased one of these like 10 years later. Um, and it's, it looks like it's a 4D free spin but the cars are fixed. So you're just kind of going a, a, around either backwards or forwards kind of through this course and it rides like a free spin, but it's not. If That makes sense. Good. More family friendly.
2: Sense. I want to look up some pictures of this. Cause the, I'm trying to figure out how the track is tethered. Like if it's.
1: Yeah, it's um super weird. So you've got like that middle. We'll say vessel again, and then um, <laughs> it, I don't know how it's tethered to the track, I don't know if it's on the um, well, I don't some of
2: the pictures look like the track is like in it completely sideways, and then other pictures, yeah, make it look like it's connected on all sides.
1: It looks like you're just like putting a roller coaster and pinning it on a wall,
2: yeah, that's pretty much what I okay, yeah, I see that now, okay, yeah. all right. It's yeah, it's, it it's super hell odd. On wheels. Yeah,
1: has to be hell on wheels. The new for 2022 fireball.
2: Yeah, looks neat.
1: I'd be it's excited different. to ride it.
2: I think so I'd rather ride
1: this than uh, free spin.
2: I was gonna say, so long as it isn't anything like uh, Green Lantern, which I skipped.
1: <laughs> By the way, Laurent did cancel that coaster, so that that ride's dying.
2: They heard the they heard the show and decided,
1: <laughs> oh shit, no. Got to get a lot of glasses, all right, so um there's only three roller coasters out of twenty twenty two you have the two thousand edition, the rattlesnake coaster, which is a family zaire coaster, which Logan from Prairie Coasting would go out of his way to ride one of these so um and I agree with them. they're a lot of fun, they're family there's something that everybody in the family can ride. The train is like thirty deep for some reason there's they're weird rides and They're fun. I've never gotten off a Zaire family coaster and been like, hmm, didn't like that one. They're always a good time. And then in 2015, they kind of added their most recent roller coaster, Turbulence, which for them was a huge deal. A Mac spinning coaster. Um, I believe it's going to be like one that's similar to like Sierra Sidewinder at Knott's. I'm going off of the seat of my pants, so I don't know if that's actually a Mac ride, (laughs) but but it kind of looks similar. in style. So those are the three coasters there. Some other attractions that they do have. They do have a mystery mansion dark ride that looks like it's worth going to. Um, I don't know if you're spending any more than an hour here. Tops. Like a ride on the dark ride. Get your credits and leave kind of thing. Um, but they also do have some uh, a, an adult size log flume called Adventure Falls. And a tiny log flume called the Little Dipper more of a kitty log flume, which is kind of cute. Uh, but, yeah, in a nutshell, there you have Adventureland. At least the rides. Um, Real quick, any... yeah. fact
2: checker from Chef Jeff, CSI mm-hmm. uh, Wonder, is Mac.
1: There you go. Had a good feeling about it.
2: Just to remove any doubt for anybody that felt like they might need to go Google that later.
1: Yeah, we got your ass. We yeah. got Google machines on our podcast, too. That's true. <laughs> All right, so is there any food to point out with Adventureland?
2: Yeah, so kind of kicking off the list, uh, probably the best named uh, joint that we're ever going to have on the show. Better their than Gloria Restaurant is called Restaurant. Mm. Apparently, it's that's how it's listed on their website. Good point. Uh, it's going to be family style, uh, featuring pizza, hot dogs, burgers, salads, wraps, and other stuff. Um, they've got a food court, which has several stands that'll have, uh, again, pizzas, sandwiches, burgers, mac and cheese, and more. Uh, and then rounding out with uh, Tony's Tavern, come get your adult beverage
1: fix here with a nice cold beer or seltzer. Wonderful. <clears throat> I'll take a seltzer with my spitting coaster.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Wonderful. Are you
0: done with the park before you finish your drink.
1: You
2: yeah. uh, would be... Gonna- We got to coin a phrase here, like claw and cred or something.
1: Mm. Claws and creds. That could be a (laughs) t-shirt. We need a graphic designer on our team. Right. Get these things out. All right. So that's Adventureland. Let's get back to fucking New York, though. Um, Brooklyn goes hard as fuck. Uh, People who say they're from Brooklyn, they sound hard as fuck. They've got the accent. They are. These are great people. I've never met somebody from Brooklyn I don't like. And um, it's time to highlight brooklyn
0: yeah yeah so brooklyn i mean number one the most iconic thing to do there is walk the brooklyn bridge so you've seen this in movies plenty of times um you know it's just kind of like a wooden plank bridge that i think it connects brooklyn and manhattan yeah um it goes from crossover to dumbo or lower manhattan um so basically a lot of cool places i'm um, very iconic definitely check it out um Next is the History Museum in Brooklyn. So again, museums around here in New York, check it out if you're a big you know history buff. Here's a good spot for you when it comes to that. So it's over 560,000 square foot, uh, filled with over one million pieces of art and artifacts. So a lot of shit to see there. Um, a lot of shit. A lot of shit. Um, no, they really say to explore Dumbo, and I kind of mentioned this in Manhattan. So I guess. This is kind of between Brooklyn and Manhattan in a way. This does have the iconic uh, little Instagram photo I mentioned when we were talking about Manhattan, but it's kind of a little separate um, neighborhood. It has a lot of cool different restaurants and flea markets and stuff like that. It's kind of like a little hopping area that's kind of in between them in a way. I don't really understand exactly how it is. I'll have to look at a map a little bit better, but it seems like a cool spot to uh, figure out, I check out basically and of course just like you know most of the boroughs check out the botanic garden if you Got to. The botanic gardens. <laughs> uh, this one is called the brooklyn botanic garden so uh looks pretty uh, but basically yeah great spot if you wanted some nature in your life um obviously we've been hitting a bunch of those already namaste um, yeah namaste <laughs> Uh, if uh, if that wasn't enough for you, you can also check out the Prospect Park. Um, has a beautiful city park as well, which I forgot to mention earlier. In Manhattan is to check out Central Park as well. So that's my bad on that. So I meant to. There's so many things to do in Manhattan. Um, and then uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of cool spots. Um, basically, <laughs> um, check out Williamsburg. Apparently, it's a really cool little um, city or neighborhood within Brooklyn um and a lot of cool things to do like they have some rooftop bars and a bunch of like award-winning uh, r- restaurants Chef Jeff will probably go over as well and technically we're gonna get to assume, but technically Coney Island's in Brooklyn so we will Shit. get to that very shortly but that's a spot to check out when you're in Brooklyn so oh, yeah. Chef Jeff what about the food?
2: Yeah this is probably gonna be where uh, we see most of the iconic stuff uh, food-wise. Um, I'm going to kick off the list uh, first with a note. I think I mentioned uh, this place mistakenly on the prior show. Being in Connecticut, it is not. <laughs> it, it's here. Uh, DeFara Pizza, nine point nine point four from Dave, 8.8 8 for the general public. Um, on-site, looking at pictures of their pizza, probably just on-site, best looking pizza i've ever seen in my opinion
1: i'm scrolling (laughs) through photos now and uh i've got to agree with you this this looks like i mean new york pizza it looks like and the pizza so great news here for
2: uh theme park stud they do it both by the slice and whole pies and their slices are super reasonable uh to get a regular slice is five bucks uh you the the toppings are extra but
0: i was just asking that because i feel like when you're in new york it's like you almost just want to like just bounce around and just oh, hit slices absolutely. and really as so i was like if they have by the slice i'd rather go down that route than post up at one just get really full on one even though this one does look amazing so oh yeah
2: yeah no i this would be a top five priority for all of new york for me to hit I would say uh, pizza looks great. But uh, yeah, Uh, they opened in 1965 and is rated arguably one of the best places for pizza in New York. Budget time for your visit because it will be a wait to get your slice. So, the Farah Pizza. Next on the list, probably the most famous Jewish deli in the world, passes. Uh, get your gigantic sandwich fix here and gigantic meaning the sandwiches are usually like a foot tall i think or something like that when you order a regular so you're probably going in with the uh with the prospect of sharing or taking home
1: Um, or shitting yourself in the
2: streets of brooklyn or yeah just or just dying at your table Um, which is allowed
1: in brooklyn by the way you can shit yourself anywhere you want (laughs) i I, I checked it's a rule
2: I was, was going to say, I'm pretty sure that's probably allowed everywhere but Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Katz's Deli and uh, for a place, uh, they actually somewhat recently opened an outpost. That's the DeKalb market, which I'll just go ahead and mention now. Uh, if you're not sure which craving to satisfy, their DeKalb market uh, carries over 40 vendors, including um, a smaller version of Katz's. Um, so. You know, if you need to walk around and explore some stuff, the Cal Market. Try uh, try a little bit of everything. But uh, you'll probably have less of a wait than you would at the normal Katz's, but I would still probably budget your time to be uh, waiting around for some stuff. So next on the list, another icon, Nathan's, mm-hmm. the hot dog giant. Potentially the most famous hot dog in the world. Uh, shout out uh, Joey
1: Chestnut. Fucking man, uh, just man of man, man of all men, Joey Chestnut.
2: Uh, make sure you're hitting up Coney Island for this institution to the fabric of America. It
1: it is a dream of mine to see one of those in person on the fourth of July, and then just to go to Coney Island after that. I know it'd be crowded as fuck, but um, Absolutely. to see Joey Chestnut do his thing, like, is there anything more American?
2: I don't think I don't think there is. No baseball. Well, maybe yeah. Uh, (laughs) And then to uh, round out the list, uh, something a little less known, but uh, wanted to get something sweet on the the list. Uh, Steve's key lime pie, which uh, allegedly boasts the best key lime pie in the country, uh, serving Brooklyn for over 20 years now. Um, And one site I read made a claim that they are one of very few uh, places making key lime pie that actually uses fresh
1: squeezed limes in Mm. there so seems like a no-brainer to do but i'm a fan of
2: key line pie so yeah i'd give it i'd give it a go but that rounds out the the list for food in brooklyn i could probably go on and on but uh we hit the important stuff here
1: yeah it's hard it's hard to highlight all these in one show like i'm sure people are screaming at the podcast saying you forgot so and so you forgot this it's like how are you supposed to get everything you know it's true Brooklyn, the food, the attractions, they're all great. But when you go to Brooklyn and you're a coaster enthusiast, you go for one fucking thing. You go for Coney Island. And Coney Island is interesting right now. It's split into two different parks. Essentially, you've got Dino's Wonder Wheel and Luna Park. Uh, We'll hop into history of Dino's Wonder Wheel and I guess the history of Luna Park separately, however, you want to do it, Jeff. I'm not sure yeah. how you
2: did it. We can, I'll, I'll, I'll do Dino's first. I do have a, a Luna's, Luna's separate um, for the Wonder Wheel, invented by Charles Herman and built in 1920 by the eccentric Ferris Wheel Company. Dino's Wonder Wheel celebrated its 100th anniversary in 2020. The Wonder Wheel was initially called the Dip the Dip by its inventor, who promised to combine the thrill of a scenic railway, Ferris wheel, and shoot the shoots. <laughs> the Wonder Wheel has maintained a perfect safety record for its entire history, which is nothing short of impressive. Yeah. Uh, the, the 18 original co-owners of the wheel worked as construction or worked with the construction to ensure quality throughout the building process. Uh, Each year, the entire 400,000 pound ride is overhauled and painted to protect it from the elements of weather, wear, and tear. Uh, One of the oldest, most cherished rides in Coney Island, Dino's Wonder Wheel, was designated an official New York City landmark by the City Landmarks Mm -hmm. Preservation Commission in 1989 and has given over 35 million rides
1: since its construction. Wonderful. Wonderful. And when we're talking about icons of New York City, Dino's Wonder Wheel is that icon. I mean, if you're an Instagram dude, you know, Instagram person, what am I trying to say? Influencer. Your ass is going to Dino's Wonder Wheel. You're getting that iconic shot where the wheel is going, like you've got a tunnel that goes underneath it. And then you got the wheel above it. There's nothing more Brooklyn than Coney Island, bro. So... Um we'll highlight the park a little bit, but before I do, um, Dinos and Luna Park I just have like a trivia question for you guys just to see if you get it off the top of your head. How many credits are on Coney Island between Dinos and Luna Park? What do you think? Just six. One. theme park stud says six
2: I'm uh, I, I'm just guessing
1: one you think there's one roller coaster. Between Dino's yeah. Wonder Wheel, I am more than likely <laughs> wrong. Luna Park. I have no idea. I'm not well versed in the area. You're off by 10, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> Nailed it. There are 11, <laughs> there's 11 fucking credits. And we're playing prices right. Bam.
2: Yeah, go down. No that was anymore, a verbal so. typo. There was supposed to be two ones in that answer.
1: Oh, verbal typo. Gotcha. Yeah. Didn't know, you know that
2: was One, one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's yep. not how you say 11. <laughs>
2: Well, not everybody lives their life the same way.
0: And that's that Raytown education we got.
1: True. I'm really proud of you guys. Good work. Um, A lot of coasters have been added weirdly through the pandemic years here, of 2020, 2021, and we'll get to that as we go here. But Dino's Wonder Wheel um, just recently had a really big expansion, um, which I didn't know that they had land or maybe they acquired some land. But they added in 2021 the Phoenix roller coaster, which is a Vekoma suspended family coaster that looks like it's not quite a family co- It looks like on the more thrilling side of family. Um, There's a really good looking red. I think yellow supports potentially good looking ride um, enough to be like, hey, it's kind of worth paying the extra money to ride Phoenix. Um You also in 1999. This was my 299th roller coaster, the Sea Serpent, which is a Miler Kitty coaster. You know, you know what a Miler Kitty coaster is by now if you've been on the road trip. They're everywhere. And then 2021, they also added. So they added two coasters in 2021. Nobody's talking about it, mostly because this the style of coaster this is, the Sky Flyer, which is a miniature. Like literally, miniature. I feel like it could fit in my apartment miniature roller coaster. <laughs> uh, essentially, you go up a very small lift hill, turn either to the left or right. There's a little bump, and then you're back at the station. Um, tiny, tiny ride, but it is a credit. And you have, now have three credits at Dino's Wonder Wheel.
2: Probably the most appropriate named ride at the park.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. Um, some other rides at Dino's. You should ride. I would say that there's five rides you should ride here. So I I think you can either do a paper ride or like um, an all day or whatever. So you got to kind of look at the pricing here, but you have to, if you're going to Dino's wonder wheel, if you're going to Coney Island, you have to take a spin on Dino's wonder wheel. Um, And what's unique about this coaster is on the, on the outside, you have the fixed Ferris wheel part, but you don't ride it for that. You ride it on the inside. Where they have the moving cars that rock back and forth. Um, if you've been to California's, um, oh my gosh, Disneyland, California, yeah, Great Adventure, Amer-
0: Great Adventure, yeah.
1: <laughs> not Great Adventure, just California yeah, adventure, adventure, yeah, it's an okay, yeah, adventure. a lot of a lot of recycled names from park to park in the U.S. <laughs> um, but they they have a mimicked ride of this that is definitely ripping off the style of Dinos because it's like a classic ride, classic feel. Um, but the rocking chair, the rocking carts, I mean, it's it's just such a wild feeling. Like, it, do, it doesn't feel secure. You're rocking back and forth. Um, and it's just like, what the fuck is this thing? Um, I love it. It's a great ride. And if you do ride it, which you should, ride in the rocking chairs. Don't go on the outside, fix stuff. But you get great views of the beach and the apartments around, like... <laughs> Coney Island, I guess.
2: Time for a quick admission from Chef Jeff. Yeah. Uh, we'll ride any roller coaster, but Ferris wheels terrify me.
1: Really? Yeah. Interesting. Then I need to ride this with you because you might cry. I'm going to be nervous. <laughs> nervous <laughs> as yeah. hell. Like putting I, it was, nicely. I was nervous when I wrote it, but um, <laughs> I found that it's more enjoyable than it is like thrilling. It's yeah. just like you just kind of giggle through it. And I don't know. And I wish more ferris wheels did this style um they also do have a dark ride that is worth i hear worth riding i skipped it during my visit but i i it's one of those that i regret it's called spookarama and it's just your classic boardwalk like haunted um dark ride kind of thing but a classic so that's dino's wonder wheel three credits Ooh, there. cool so Right next to Dino's Wonder Wheel, I mean, if you were just a GP going to um, Coney Island, you would just think that this is all one park, but it's kind of like in the middle is Dino's Wonder Wheel, and then on the outsides is um, Luna Park. So, Jeff, you can give us the history of Luna Park.
2: Yeah, and this is going to be just kind of the recent history. I know the the park existed in a prior format, but I won't really touch on that today. Uh, On February 16, 2010, New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg announced the winning bid to develop and operate an amusement park to be constructed on the 3.16-acre former site of Astroland in Coney Island uh, would be awarded to Zamperla uh, and Central Amusement Park International under a 10-year lease. The new Luna Park was widely advertised across New York City in posters, billboards, and advertisements. On the side of public buses, as part of an advertisement for the attractions of Coney Island, the park opened in May of 2010. Uh, major expansion was planned for 2021, but due to the pandemic, has been delayed to late 21, uh, late October of uh, hmm. 2021. Sorry, apologies for that. Uh, and so there, I I can't remember what all they were intending to add, but
1: you kind of looking at a roller coaster and a log flume.
2: Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah.
1: Like say
0: 2021 or
1: 2022. The it said due to
2: the pandemic, the construction actually or the expansion actually started in October of 2021.
0: Oh, started. How they said finished. So. Yeah, it's my gonna. Purpose. I think
1: it's that that portion is opening this year. <clears throat> is the goal. But it's it's nice too because we
2: we lost the park for a bit. Is my understanding.
1: Yeah, there was a, I mean, and around 2010, 2009, 2010, it looked grim, like we weren't going to have Coney Island anymore, which is kind of frightening because that that is, when you talk about American amusement parks and the history around it, I mean, Coney Island was the shit. That was the place in, in the U.S. That was like the most popular park and so many parks kind of came and went in that area. So many brothels came and went. Um, inside of elephants. Fun fact about Coney Island. Used to be a huge elephant that was a brothel. Um, don't know why they got rid of that. Um, you know, seems I will like say, a, sorry, go ahead. Seems like a highlight attraction that you wouldn't want to get rid of But um probably politics, something to do with politics, I'm sure.
2: Yeah. I will say, and I'm sending you guys a picture right now so you can see it. Uh Luna Park does boast one of the cooler entrances I've ever seen for an amusement park.
1: Yeah. And that's one thing that Luna Park does really well is like, they know their history and they, they celebrate while they might not have those classic rides anymore of like the steeplechase and um, all those other fucking things you'll see kind of in this outline. They, they, they just kind of take a nod at their history. Um, Like their entrance is like recreating Luna Park really. So um, it kind of, it kind of gets that nostalgia boost but also it's, it's also just kind of like a showroom floor for Zamperla rides because they operate it. So yeah. like when they get new stuff, they put that shit in here and people that are looking to buy the stuff, they just say, Hey, yo, come out to Coney Island Bing bong. And then they, they kind of see parks, kind of see what they want. And then they put it back in their parks, you know? Um, so yeah, we'll go ahead and hop into it. Um, 2010 was kind of one of their major additions because that's when they like reopened. Right. So they reopened the park with tickler, which is a great name for a ride. I believe that used to be an old um, ride that used to be of Luna park, the tickler, and it is a spinning wild mouse coaster. And I think it used to be, I might be pulling this out of my ass, but I think it used to be one of those Virginia real rides where it was like the wooden spinning so like it's kind of like a modern Virginia reel and traveling carny form, so it's kind of cool to see the nod there, the tickler, um, the Zamperla ride, and it's fine, it's a Zamperla spinning mouse. Everybody's ridden one of those at some point, um, nothing too spectacular with that. Um, they also added the circus coaster, which is like a Zamperla family coaster. You're looking at it's almost a kitty coaster, but it's not quite, it's like that good middle ground. Um, You'll see it at a lot of the kiddie parks as like their signature attraction, the circus coaster. And then let's see, 2014 was one of their biggest additions where they added Thunderbolt, which is their iconic. It almost looks like a Eurofighter type ride, but it's an out and back situation. Feels like you're in a car crash, but it's a very thrilling car crash. (laughs) I can't really (laughs) explain it. Like it's not a smooth ride. Um, it's a little janky, a little jerky, but um, it it is a good. I mean, you got to ride it, and it's great for the park. And I believe the park at Oa added an exact clone of this um, over the past couple of years when they opened. So this was the first one um, in 2011. You saw an addition, Steeple which, as coaster enthusiasts know, in the history of life used to be steeplechases at a lot of parks, and it was a ride that was on a single rail. You rode this horse. Not necessarily a thrilling ride, but you have like multiple coasters next to each other, and you're racing through the course. This is a nod to that in the form of a launched motor coaster, which doesn't really add up. I wish they would just put in a fucking steeplechase, but this is one of their best rides here, and um, it's really enjoyable, and I love the nod. Also, in 2011, you saw the addition of a Soaring Eagle Zamperla um valer flying coaster the one that coasters enthusiasts hate but i fucking love you just going through barrel rolls and shit um also feels like you're in a car crash kind of a theme <laughs> with some of these early zamperla rides i don't know what it is but uh it's a fun car crash if you can call it that i guess and then 2021 i didn't i found this in the research i didn't even know it was added they added a kitty coaster called mini mouse um, which kind of looks like a very tiny wild mouse that might be ten feet tall, designed for children. <laughs> looks like a fun one. And then to round it out, I mean, we're looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven coasters at this park now, which is more than Worlds of Fun, I believe. <laughs> um, not that this is a Kansas City show, but just want to point that out, as as one does. Um, the Coney Island Cyclone, my 300th roller coaster. Very historic ride that almost went away for a little bit, but was saved by the people of New York and like American coaster enthusiasts and that sort of thing. This is a very iconic ride. A national landmark, even. Um, wooden roller coaster that feels like it was built in the 1920s, for sure. Um, but it is just an iconic wooden roller coaster. You know how like wooden roller coasters kind of a feel about them, where you've got the roaring sound and um, I don't know, the, the the chain lift hill and the smell and that sort of shit. Like, this is, like, the classic wood roller coaster. So, I almost say you got to go to Coney Island just to ride this thing. It might not be your top woody, but, I mean, there, there's something, like, when you're going up the lift hill of that ride, you're just like, this is fucking cool. And then, like, when you're hitting some of the rough transitions, it's not as cool, but <laughs> it is a good ride. And that is kind of Coney Island. Um, A couple other additions that they do have. I mean, you just kind of have unique Zamperla flat rides throughout. Um, I didn't take any notes on it, but they also have a carousel. And I don't know if it's ran by Luna Park, but it is a classic carousel kind of over by the old abandoned um, parachute drop, the icon of the park that they just kind of keep up in memory of Coney Island. Um, But they also have a, a pretty nice carousel over there that is worth riding. So. There's my other attractions of Luna Park that you can check out. Excellent. So um, I don't know how you're highlighting the food here at Coney Island, but I mean, you don't really have food inside of Coney Island. But there's like some surrounding restaurants that you can go to on the boardwalk and shit. Jeff, Phillips. I was going to say, they,
2: they list a few options on their site. Um, I'll, I'll hit those real quick. Uh, the first of which is uh, Salt and Sizzle. Kind of looks like a uh, a handful of sandwich options i have got fries healthy snack options and adult beverages um, we've got al cavallino uh, they serve personal pizzas salads and paninis uh, and then to satisfy the sweet tooth we've got the Coney's cones get your ice cream or gelato fix and a number of flavors uh, you can even get containers to go uh, if you want to take some back to your hotel but not eat it immediately so
1: oh and is this is this in the park or are those like on the boardwalk or what do you uh, got? They
2: honestly, I'm not sure of the format, but they listed those options on the Luna Park site.
1: Okay. So gotcha. I, I
2: assume they're within the confines. I hear you on that one. Okay. Yeah. And I mean. I think Nathan's is going to be close by anyway. So,
1: so yeah, when I, I know when I went to Coney Island, um, definitely had like Nathan's for lunch and wandered over to the park so there's, there's actually a lot of option kind of on the boardwalk too they have like coney island brewing that's real close that you can walk to so um if you're trying to make a day out of coney island you got nathan's you got a brewery there i know they also have like a i might be giving some shit away here but um like a baseball field nearby where you can catch a minor league game um <coughs> it's just kind of a cool area uh, and then walking the boardwalk man you're going to see a lot of drunk people there you're going to see some people dressed up as a Fucking knockoff mini Mouse to take pictures with. Uh, people walking by with boa constrictors. A fucking <laughs> weird place. I fucking love Coney Island. Um, but, yeah, there you have it. Um, did you have, Theme Park said, I, I don't know if I dipped into your attractions there around Coney Island, but did you have anything you wanted to highlight there?
0: Yeah, you kind of hit the boardwalk already, um, but there's also, there's a beach there. So if you just want to post up at the beach, True. you have that option. <laughs> And then there is a the Coney Island museum. So if you want to really dive deep into like all of the history of all the attractions, um, that's a good option to do as well. Um, and apparently the Coney Island museum is the only accredited institution in the world, singularly dedicated to preserving and interpreting the history of Coney Island amusement district, starting with the early days of the city.
1: So Interesting. They, there's probably some good information about yeah. the elephant brothel in that museum.
0: Oh, probably. I think, like looking at the building, there's uh,
1: maybe they preserve they the says about
0: a bur- burlesque at the beach. Um, so I'm sure it's probably stuff inside I really, really talk a lot about that. And that's last but not least is the New York Aquarium. So this is uh, mm. one of the oldest uh, aquariums in the country. Um, so it, it looks like something definitely to check out for sure. There's a lot of history here at Coney Island. So when I go to Coney Island, I'll probably want to hit up, like, I'm not going to do the sea life, you know, at nah. American Dream. Screw that. But the Cone Island Museum and as well as the uh, aquarium
1: sounds interesting to me. And you're talking about, like, walking distance, too, from the parks. So you park your car. Yeah, this is well, all. You probably like shouldn't the... take a car, but if you do. It's distance. Yeah. Driving in New York City, it's a fucking mistake. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. All right. So that kind of wraps up the parks in the New York area. And we do have one more borough left to hit and it is kind of the um, less popular, I think with <laughs> tourists and that sort of thing, but we got to give love to Staten Island, the home of the Wu-Tang clan, the home of Pete Davidson, a very funny man, um, depending on who you ask, but <laughs> let's go ahead and hit <laughs> Staten Island. What you got theme park Good. The, Yeah,
0: it's Staten Island. Number one, just don't go. Uh, (laughs) Uh, It's funny, when I was looking at research, one of the things that they highlighted is like, it said, this borough once held the record for having the largest landfill in the world, but has since (laughs) turned its trash into (laughs) treasure by cleaning and repurposing the land for a sprawling public park known as Fresh Kills Park. So if you want to go to a park that used to be a landfill, Fresh Kills Park is your jam, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now probably the probably the one most iconic thing that you hear about satin island lot is the Staten island ferry so it kind of just would go mm-hmm. around the hudson river and stuff it does go by the statue of liberty so if you have something that you're interested in here's an option you could take to go there you could also just go visit statue of, in the, the island of statue of liberty as well go to do that but you can also just hit the ferry um looks like a good time so um it runs uh up, the ferry goes to the saint george ferry terminal and it runs 24 7 every every 15 to 20 minutes so if you want to hit it at three in the morning when you're drunk as shit bam you got to There You go. um you can also hit up the snug harbor cultural center and guess what botanical garden Hell yeah uh, <laughs> hell yeah you know you could literally hit all this but instead of hitting up that garden i'd rather hit up the chinese scholars garden this looks pretty cool so it has a lot of history there based off the 15th century Ming Dynasty garden designs. Um, so if you're into Chinese shit, like the Wu-Tang Clan, hit up the Chinese Scholars Garden. That's what's up? They also have the Staten Island Museum. Um, so again, a lot of these places have museums. Uh, basically, yeah, pretty generic. They also have the National Lighthouse Museum. So interesting. So if lighthouses are your jam, you kind of already went down the East Coast and saw a bunch of them. If you want some history on them, go to the museum in Staten Island. Other than that, um, just you know, a few other art museums. There's a fort there, um, little things here and there. Honestly, I, I just saw a picture of that Fresh Kills Park that used to be landfill. I'll probably pass on it. But Does it still
1: hey, look, look like a
2: landfill?
0: Uh, no, <laughs> that just looks like a just, you know, just barren land. Like, um, yeah. it's, it looks all right. It looks a lot better than the landfill. So the other thing that I think would be kind of cool to check out is the state, Staten Island Boat Graveyard. Um, so oh. I think that would be kind of cool as well. So other than that, pretty generic place. Probably won't be hitting it up.
1: And I will say, um, if I, <laughs> I'm probably not stopping in Staten Island, but uh, if anybody is a fan of the Wu-Tang show that's been uh, on Hulu recently, you can swing by <laughs> the two communities that the Wu-Tang Clan lived in, Park Hill and Stapleton. They were kind of rivals on each other, a lot of gang violence, a lot of drug deals. Um, so I don't know if it's particularly safe to go over there and stop and take pictures <laughs> and that sort of thing. Maybe drive by because there's some Wu Tang um, like art in that area. They they love their Wu Tang clan on Staten Island. Um, might be swinging by there in the daytime, get a picture, keep it moving, kind of thing. If you're a Wu Tang fan, Wu Tang forever. Wu Tang. Is there any food to highlight of Staten Island?
2: There's some food. Uh, I'm gonna kick it off with the Royal Crown Bakery, which operates kind of on two sides uh the one side being a traditional italian bakery for your sweet tooths uh the other the other side will be uh serving up sandwiches pizzas and more savory or traditional breads uh next on the list we've got lobster house joe's uh get your seafood fix here specializing in all manner of formerly swimming fare uh next up on the list kind of the the highlight for me i i've There's a Jamaican place that opened up here that I've been kind of hitting up uh, with increasing frequency finding I enjoy Jamaican food is uh, Coton's Caribbean and American restaurants. Their menu will include oxtail, curry chicken, jerk chicken, among other Caribbean options. It's a great place to try new food if uh, Jamaican or Caribbean in general has not been a part of your palate previously. Uh, Next on the list will be Bayou which is a new orleans style menu get your cajun on and we'll uh round out the list with pasta vino won't be a cheap visit uh probably one of the few nice places in staten island i'm sorry i'm kidding i'm probably gonna if you don't hear from me again it's because somebody from staten island listened to this and found me Mm. and now i'm dead Uh, at any rate won't be a cheap visit but is a high quality italian restaurant sure to resolve your fix for pasta or other italian offers
1: and there you have it. <clears throat> New York in a nutshell.
0: Thank you.
1: I don't know that song. Welcome. <laughs> it
0: was Empire State of New York.
1: Oh, yeah. Empire
0: State of Mind. What the like
1: Yeah, there you go. Empire State, State of, of New, New York. York. <laughs> it's like you said a sentence. It's been though. a long show. It has been. And thanks for tuning in and listening to this, guys. Um We'll be hitting the next stop of the road trip. I think we're going to Jersey officially here. There's a lot of shore parks. We've got Six Flags Great Adventure to highlight, which is a big park. Big, big Six Flags. So um, we'll figure out what how much of Jersey we'll be highlighting. If we'll be splitting into two or just doing a Jersey show, we'll let you know the next time we're fucking on, okay? Cabs right. are here. Cabs are here. Oh,
0: thank God. <laughs> <laughs> going to the Jersey Shore. What's up? this pop all day
1: yeah so we got some highlights there there's gonna i've seen that house i've seen the jersey shore house it's it's pretty fantastic but anyway until then while you're waiting for our next show uh, make sure you go check us out on instagram twitter and tiktok at coaster cuzsies and um as you're listening to the podcast go and rate that shit spotify you can you can go ahead and rate it now give us a five-star review tell us why you love us we'll appreciate the hell out of you And then we also do have a store at CoasterCuzzies.com. You can click on the link, and that will take you directly to our store. And um, before we do take off, I want to tease. We have something in the works. And um, I'm not going to disclose that in the show. There's some shit potentially coming your way. Some additional offerings kind of thing. And that's what we'll leave it at right now, right, Theme Park stud sounds good to me chef jeff has no idea what we're talking about which i
2: love (laughs) i'm just holding on to the joke that i'm disappointed the the spotify rating system isn't on a scale of 10 or 100 so we can't have a 6.9 or a 69 i also am upset by that
0: It's unfortunate yeah well thank you all for tuning in and enjoying new york with us hopefully you get get out there and enjoy the beautiful food (laughs) delicious food and beautiful um beautiful flowers beautiful flowers beautiful fucking everywhere flowers. so much of the botan- botanical gardens that's really why you should be going to new york screw the theme park screw everything else you don't need to eat you don't need to do any of that. just botanical gardens all day long mm-hmm. other than that stay fly america you know what to do